Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here, bro. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Uh, yes, we are. Hello, everyone. Freddie, you know you're either in the car, if you're not in the car. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Where you at? What do you mean? It's 616. Did I you? know. You, yeah, are you not in the group chat? Oh, no. Oh, well, I mean, I haven't. I haven't. So, everybody, Marissa's on the phone. With we Franny. moved it up till to 6 for you so you can make your running. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know that you did that shit today. I thought you were. Oh. Get the um the run for us today. I thought I'm thinking we still at seven. I'm about to be on my way right now. He does live uh, really close. He lives like two stops away. Okay. All right. I'll see you soon. Okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll hold it down for my goddamn self. Sorry to take the Lord's name in vain. So everybody, welcome to Worth Hello. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to another lovely rendition of my show about me, for me, and a, and by me. I'm so drunk. <laughs> oh my goodness. Here's what happened. Okay. I went out to lunch and I drank. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole story. That's how you. But the thing is, as I was at lunch and the post lunch, Joyce, fuck out of here with your selfies or whatever you're doing. I'm taking a video of you, you psychotic bitch. Your mom. Um, I'm talking about ice like that. I love ice, by the way. <laughs> uh,. As I was at lunch and the post lunch, like I wasn't drunk at all. I mean, like I felt like nice or whatever, but it was like after I left all of that that it really was like, whoa, I'm smacked, bitch. By the way, it's six twenty, guys. So I don't know what time Marissa went to lunch, but she's <laughs> twisted. Two <laughs> thirty. <laughs> I was at lunch for a long time, and uh, here we are, Balenciaga blitzed. Did no one appreciate my Guap Dad reference? No, I love because Guap. you are not Guap Dad. I love Guap Dad, though. I feel like I'm Guap Dad Jace, right? No. No? Because he's like a short Asian man, <laughs> and you're not. But, um... Okay, but me and Guap Dad are, like, almost the same height. I'm an inch taller than him, most likely. Okay. You're probably, like, four, but okay. No. Don't leave my little... My little munchie. He's... He's... He tries. <laughs> I think Guap is like five six, Joyce. Okay. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But actually, you know what? It's so funny. We had a debate about this the other day. We went out to um I hate Guap Dad. We went out to eat That's hot. at a a Cuban restaurant. Me, him, and his brother are like a trifecta. Mm -hmm. His brother's name is Juice. Shout out to Juice. Oh, that's his real brother. Literal. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, and if you talk to him, you'll be like, whoa. Hi, this you is are Juice Dad yeah, 5000. Literally, literally. I am also a scam. Exactly. No, <laughs> literally the same human being, like, in and out. So here's the history. Me and Guap, when we first met, which was about a year ago to the day, probably like three days ago, we met, and then we went out to eat, like, 
a few days later, just off the strength of like, he was like, oh, what you doing? I'm like, oh, let's go eat. Blah, blah, blah. Cool, cool, cool. So we went. He's really, a, he really was a scammer. And like none of his pieces were hidden, but I think he did it. Well, we know future reference. He did it on purpose because he scammed me so that I would have to pay for the meal. Could you explain what pieces mean? He had a bunch of credit cards. Uh Uh-huh. And then like he kept giving them to the waitress and she kept coming back like, no. And I wanted to literally die because I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to get arrested. This is so bad. Was this at Hooters? No, this is at <laughs> Bossa Nova. Oh, I love that place. I meet. <laughs> I was like, I want to show my face here again. And like Guap was so cool, calm and collected. And he was like, no, go run it again. And like she'd go run it again. And I'd be like melting into my chair. Like, oh, my God. 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 So she like it like happened a couple times to the point where I just gave my credit card. I'm like, here, just this is for the meal. Like just fucking pay. So I pay for the meal. Scam, 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 scam. And then like that was our first actual hanging out, just me and him. Because prior to that, it was just me, him and Sue all the time. And then like so it would always be like the running joke, like, oh, you owe me a meal. And then probably like a month ago. So almost a year later, me, him and his brother went out to eat. Same place, Boston Nova, but his brother paid for it. Paid for all three of us. Nice. So his brother had it. And then, hello. And then um, we went out to eat again. I kind of forget what the whole point of the story was. You were trying to explain the backstory between the three of you guys. No, but like there was a point because <laughs> anyway, so we went out to eat. We went out to eat recently to a Colombian place that I wanted to go to. And somehow I got stuck with the bill because Guap Dad convinced me that we're like rotating. So the first time was me. Oh, hell. Then it was them. Now it's back to me. But I'm like, we're missing a third person because there's three of us in this deal. Also, there's a fourth person here today. So now I'm paying like every time. Oh my God. Like the first time we went out to eat, it was me and Guap. I paid for it. The second time we went out to eat, it was me, Guap, and Juice. Juice paid for it. The third time we went out to eat, it was me, Guap, Juice, and some Spanish kid. So I paid for it. Allegedly, the next time we go out to eat, Guap got it, and I'm allowed to bring someone else. I legitimately don't remember what the point of the story was, but somehow I got scammed in, in, in this scenario. This sounds like that did happen. <laughs> yes, I, don't think, I, don't think, I don't think Guap Dad's ever going to pay for it. No. Nope. Doesn't sound like something he's gonna do. No, I think just Juice and me are going back and forth. And if Juice is at end, as a part of that agreement that night <laughs> that I was so mad I got conned for, which was last week, I was like, okay, well, I really have this place. This uh, sm- it, they serve s'mores on like platters of like it has it's on fire and shit. I was like, I want to go there tomorrow. And Juice was like, oh fuck, I was supposed to go back to the bay tomorrow, but I'll stay. Let's all go to that shit. I'm like, all right, cool. And Guap was like, obviously, I got to pay for that tomorrow. So that's on me tomorrow. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm bringing like six friends because fuck you for keep sticking me with this bill that I didn't want. And then the next day, Guap that didn't answer me. So I don't think he's ever going to pay for his part of the bill. Good story, Marissa. (laughs) I really appreciated that. And I'm sure all of your wonderful (laughs) listeners (laughs) appreciated that seven minute Guap Dad rant. Alrighty, well, <laughs> she's laughing so hard, guys. Oh. I wish you can see this. <laughs> I 
I can't do this show drunk anymore, but I also can because I want to. Well, okay. everybody did. We got a lot of feedback on the last episode. Oh my God. All right, all right, all right. I'm sober. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> and she's out again. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. When did I get this drunk? Because I drove here. I uh, Marissa Mendez actually took an Uber. No, but like no, but seriously, I drove here completely sober. <laughs> I sat here with a great girlfriend of mine, her child and her mother. Had a great conversation. I don't know when I got this drunk. There was no child or mother here, Marissa. What are you talking <laughs> no, about? No, no, no. Before I got here, douche nugget. Oh. Anyway. Okay, so Thank you. Last week was a dope episode, so I wasn't able to record in studio. I think I, th- I don't think I wanted to come, and then also Franny wasn't available. Um, who he's on his way, by the way. And then, so him and I recorded remotely the next day, and he asked me about Joe's Revolt show, which absolutely is something that I would not have discussed. I think on like my own accord, if mm-hmm. we were here, if if it was like. It was brought up, like, even when Franny brought it up on just me and him, I kind of almost was like, oh, no, 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 let's take this out. I don't really want to mm-hmm. talk about it. And, I like, when he brought it up, I was just like, fuck it. I'll just, like, whatever. And I was, like, really vulnerable about it. And it's not just that show. I think it's the overall spectrum of, like, the Spotify thing and just kind of, like, everything that encompasses it. And I think that... I think that like a lot of people in the industry and like I guess just on social media in general because it's never meant to showcase your low points. That's like weird. Um, I think a lot of people just kind of like, you know, oh, it's cool. It's whatever or whatever. And like I I was real about it. Like that mm-hmm. shit sucks. I'm not I'm not happy about it. I I don't feel good about it. It doesn't feel it's not like a happy moment and you know I don't go looking for it I don't go fishing out for it I don't I don't wish negatively on them I'm I'm genuinely happy for Diani Scotty genuinely happy happy for Joe genuine I mean Remy Ma I don't know her from a can of paint but shout out to Remy Ma um and then on the other spectrum genuinely happy for Rory and particularly Maul because even when we were younger and I was just Joe's assistant in 2011, Maul was like just the homie, Joe's best friend that was just so fucking funny and so talented. And he was on Joe's mixtapes and we would always be like, Maul, what are you doing? Like, and he'd always say like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to move to LA. I'm moving to LA in a few months and I'm going to work, work on comedy. And he kept saying it and he never did it. And so like, In like a weird way, not that it's like, oh, I had to die for Mole to live or whatever, but it makes me really happy that if anyone could like succeed me on that podcast, it was Maul because I feel like he truly deserves that shit. And like, I'm really happy to see him coming into his own and making his own money and not living in his brother's shadow or doing any of that shit. Like really, really happy for all of them at the same time. I want to fucking be happy for myself too. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not an easy situation watching all that shit go down. And, um, the person I just went out to lunch with just now, like, you know, we were just talking about it and she was like, you know, I'm, I'm genuinely, genuinely like 
impressed that you were able to be so vulnerable about that situation and so vocal about that shit. And I was like, I guess that's cool, but I don't I don't necessarily want props for it because I'm not going to fucking lie. And well, be- I think that you even said last week you've kind of your entire career been so honest about anything that you're doing. You share how you feel all the time, but when it comes to this incident in particular, you've been pretty quiet yeah. about it. Yeah. So did it feel particularly cathartic to let it all, you know, come to the surface or was it, did you find it to be like really difficult? I mean, in in the moment it was uncomfortable because like I said, even as Francois said it, I was ready to be like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, but we're going to cut this out. Mm-hmm. I like, even when I, even after we did the whole episode, I still texted uh, uh, Taylor and I was like, yo, you know, listen at this, at this, at this minute mark, um, can you please let me know what we should cut out? I think we said too much. I think okay. this was too much. And Taylor basically ignored everything I said. Good job, Taylor. And hit me back and was like, all right, we're good. We're up. And everybody <laughs> said like, this was the best episode yeah, that they've absolutely. heard in such a long yeah, time. Yeah. And so like, I'm first of all, grateful for Taylor for just being like, no, <laughs> bitch. We're that could have been yeah. bad though. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I, I mean, I genuinely trust Taylor too, right. though, that would know like mm-hmm. if I said too much or if if Franny said too much. Um, so I don't I don't want to say it wasn't it wasn't like it was the most. Oh, you know, I just I let it all out and just feel so like I release because like in my everyday life, that's not on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I speak about I speak about that with my right. friends. Yeah. Um, and it sucks because like. I don't want to say that something that cons- it doesn't consume my everyday life, but it's a topic of conversation more often than not, just because it's like, as of right now, that is something that fucks with me a lot. So right. my friends will be like, are you okay? Is is everything good? Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel? So I think in the moment, no, the episode wasn't like, oh my God, I, I this is so much healing. In the aftermath, I, I don't think I could be any more thankful that I put that out there because the messages that I've gotten since then is like, <sighs> it's just crazy to see like the impact you have on people when you don't you don't realize that shit at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this whole journey has been really rough. Like, I didn't ask to like have to go out on my own. I didn't. I didn't even want to. I never felt like, oh, I could carry my own podcast. I'm not strong enough on my own. I'm strong with co-hosts. I think I bounce off of people very well. I think I balance other people's energies very well and 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 add comedic relief when other people are serious or vice versa. I never felt personally that I carried anything strong enough on my own. And when the whole thing happened in summer 2016, and I think I think I think I said on my on Laura's podcast, like, hey, I'm gonna start my own show. And I I was just kind of saying that just because mm-hmm. it sounded like that's what I was supposed to say. And and the reaction was so, 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 so strong that I was like, oh, shit, I guess I got to start one now because I don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. And I started and I didn't want to start it. I did not want I did not want to do it. And um I still almost don't want it. Is that if, if that's if that's strange? I'm sorry, but um, just to see that like there were so many messages from so many people that were like, I could relate so much. Thank you so much, and 
you gave me the strength to keep going because I'm in the same place. I'm like, even if it was five fucking people listening, if it was five people that like I made a difference Mm -hmm. to them, like that means the whole fucking world to me. Like that would that like this episode, that last episode was probably the most important episode I've done on this entire podcast. Like the messages that I received after that. And I and I didn't go into that episode thinking I was gonna do. I was ready to talk about Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem, which has nothing to do well, with I my think everyday life. That was part of also the reason why people liked that episode so much. Not only were you being vulnerable and sharing how you really felt, but you were also really talking about music, and you were so passionate about that. And I think that you know, although we do get together every week and we have a good time, I feel like that's kind of been lacking. Is like your your true enthusiasm when yeah. it comes to talking about music and you know all the things that you really care about. I feel like there has been a little bit of a missing link, and I think everybody felt that spark that you had last week. Like you were so enthusiastic, I was so and you were so fun. And we could everybody could tell that. Yeah, I think. Um... We got to keep that energy, Marissa. I think that lose like without losing the revolt shit and not being with Flex anymore and not having like, I mean, I honestly keep up with all this shit. I pretty much know everything that's going on, but I think not having to do it and I think not getting paid to do it. And I, I don't know what it was, but I just started kind of getting jaded. I didn't care about it. I didn't want to talk about it. And it was just something that hit so close to home. And it just, it was just something that I wanted to talk about. And it just ended up being something that I'm, I mean, obviously I could see it. So I knew what I was talking about. And as I was talking about it, like I said last week, I was just like, yo, this kind of just reminded me, my own self. Like I need that own trigger. I need that own reminder. Like you're dope. Like you, you know what the fuck you're doing. And, and, and my girlfriend, I, I don't. I feel weird. Like, I don't know if she wants me to name her or not. So my girlfriend that I went out to dinner with is a very, um, or almost lunch, I guess, a very established person in the industry. And, and I respect her so fucking much, like so, 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 so much. And, and just like the words that she was just, you know, giving me and, and, and telling me and, um, essentially in a nutshell, she was just basically like, look, this whole, um, this whole, journey is going to be uncomfortable for you for a while like there has not been a single woman in this industry that has balanced being as sexually liberated as you are while Mm -hmm. also being as invested in the hip-hop shit as you are Mm -hmm. and she was like to the women that have been in this industry they've been taught to only be one thing so they've all kind of gone with the like i'm going to be the wife or just the quiet single Mm -hmm. person or whatever the case is and they don't like that you are being both and get to be both and so they're going to not fuck with it really or whatever and the men she's like you'll find some men that like fuck with that shit obviously but in in the bigger picture on the misogynistic level like they're gonna also be like "Mm, no bitch you know fuck that shit and so she was like you're the first year kind whenever you're trailblazing it's gonna be like yeah. that and you're gonna meet a lot of that and she's like you're also gonna meet a lot of people who you mean a lot to mm-hmm. and who you're making a difference for and the people after you is gonna and so like that shit kind of opened me up and I was like wow 
I didn't think of it like that, but I guess. And I was like, I've always kind of said to myself, like, it's kind of like if Angie Martinez and Amber Rose had a baby, I would consider myself as that human being. And she's like, and that's exactly that. And have you ever I love heard? Love it. Have you Both ever, of those people are the dopest ex- female role models to ever be role models. Dopest. And she was like, have you heard? And of you it? align so closely with them anyways. Both it's them. like you. Yes, yes. I've literally learned from them. Do you, and do you know how create like so many women like look up to both of them so much and you're in such a blessed position to be able to communicate with them on like on a regular basis like you're already so far ahead now you just have to ew this whole podcast already we've been sucking my own dick let's move on because this is disgusting no no (laughs) i feel like it is It's, it's disgusting it's fine let's move on um gross Okay, well, now we're going to talk about women in hip-hop. That's a crazy topic this week. Why? Oh. She said why. She really just said why. <laughs> Look, I told y'all a couple weeks ago, I love Nicki Minaj. I still do. I think she's one of the dopest fucking lyricists in the game, male or female. I truly believe she does write a lot of her lyrics. Do I believe Safari helped? Yes. Do I believe other people helped? Yes. But do I believe she also wrote a lot of that shit herself? Absolutely. And I think just everything about her, her delivery, her look, her fucking level of cockiness. Like, I love all that shit. I don't love her insecurity. And it's so deep. It's very blatant. Her insecurity is disgusting. And I can't front. Like, I'm insecure as fuck. But I also know that I need to go to therapy for that. And when I get a big enough check that I can, like, pay all my bills, do all the fun shit that I want, and also pay for therapy, I'm going to be doing that. Nicki Minaj can do all of that times 10. And as far as I can see, is not because she's still insecure as all the fucks. I think that it's very obvious that in life, the energy that you put out is the energy that you're going to attract. And she's clearly putting out this hateful spew. Like every everything she does just seems like she's been wronged. And that's like the, that she's just attracting now like haters. Like nobody likes her anymore. And I don't understand that sentiment because, yes, like, no woman has honestly been 100% done right by in this industry, period, ever right. in the history of ever. But majority, Nikki has had a, in her favor, positive career that hasn't been met with much pushback because she's really been the only, only woman person. in her lane mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. a very, very, very long time. And again, as everyone keeps saying, when she initially came out, at least on a bigger level, because 07, 08, she was still embraced by little Kim. By 09, when she was really starting to get bigger, bigger, and that beef started brewing, and she started becoming the underdog that was being hated on by the upper-level person, like, you've experienced that. So why do you then want to become that person? Mm -hmm. And I don't care. Like, there's really nothing she could tell me that, oh, behind the scenes, something, something. Like, no, because I know... Like, in the original Nikki era, no, I wasn't really behind the scenes like that. I don't really know what was going on. In this era, I know what was going on. I've been behind the scenes. I've been in this industry. And there's nothing on a major red flag level Mm -hmm. that, like, merited any of Nikki's behavior at fucking all. At all. 
she's been the one that's been fucking hating on Cardi since day one. <laughs> Cardi told a story on Ebro in the morning. I want to say January 2017, right before I left. She came up there. I think that was it. And she was telling a story of a woman that she met on the red carpet that was hating on her and was just such a dick. And she was like so upset about it because she couldn't understand why that person was so mean to her. And it was Nikki. And this was before Cardi was Cardi. January 2017 was no Bodak yellow. Mm -hmm. She didn't even have a lick out. Like she was literally just like mist of love and hip hop. Was trying to put out music. It was right before volume two came out. Yeah. 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 Probably like a month or two. And um, yeah. So Nikki was already feeling threatened at that point. And it's like for what? Mm -hmm. For what? So. I don't know. I want to defend Nikki because I really like her as a lyricist and as an artist and as a human. No, I don't like her as a human. (laughs) Other things. But there's literally no excuse for you to be treating somebody like such shit that never did anything wrong to you. Right. Showed you, paid you homage the same way that you paid Little Kim homage. Because let's keep it a buck. Nikki paid Little Kim homage. I interviewed Nicki Minaj for allhiphop.com in April 2009 and it was an, a column that you're supposed to name your your uh, top five dead or alive mm-hmm. and her top five dead or alive included Little Kim mm-hmm. and she was and Remy Ma actually oh shit yeah and she was just like you know they're the fucking trailblazers she had given me five I want to say it was like Biggie, Jada, Eminem Wayne and another man and then emailed me after we were and done with the that. interview and was like, can I add a like a, a, another like a plus one, please? Yeah. And her plus one was a trifecta of Remy Ma, Little Kim. And I want to say Eve or Trina, but I think it was Eve. Um, but yeah, she added that in. It was just like they were the fucking trailblazers. Like, obviously, I, I mm-hmm. that's who I came after. So like. She did initially, and little Kim was just, I guess, not comfortable with her th- spot being threatened. And it's like, why are you turning into the And person? doing the exact yeah. same thing, yeah. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> There's drunk Marissa, get back! It's just, it's just upsetting because Nikki is fucking dope. I think it's crazy how she just has, like... If you guys listen to Queen Radio, in case you guys don't know what we're referring to, it's the Queen Radio episode that came out yesterday where Nicki Minaj brought Takashi 6 9 on. Oh, she brought him on? She brought him on the show. It was actually, like, that part just made no sense because she had Takashi come on, and Takashi's like... Yo, it's like really fucked up that Cardi would think like not respect a legend in the game, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bro, who the fuck are you? Because you're the one who's been in the position where you've been talking and, you know, you're just being a troll and we kind of all know that. He literally says in the thing, he's like, that would be me like saying I'm better than Drake, even though I am better than Drake. But like, blah, 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 blah. And like Nikki's just like. It just, it just the whole episode was just it seemed comical and very try hard to give you a recap of what happened. So she brings Takashi on. Funk is on there with her. Uh, look it. Let me let me tell you something about Funk. Thank you. I I love Funk with all of my heart. 
That is my father, literally. The man raised me. Funk is such a dick. (laughs) Like, whenever these, these situations going on, he's so ready to pick a side. And it's like, just stay out of it, you dick. Like, <laughs> he he's wait, on. What? I can't hear Franny. I'm oh, like, sorry. Say it again, Franny. Whose side did he pick? Uh, uh, he's Nikki's. definitely he's on Queen Radio Show. He was he was. Uh, he uh, was like the the. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Which so, by the way, that episode was a mess in Flex so many riding, ways. Though. No, well, and he no, even no, no, said no. he was dick riding. Yeah, I mean, Flex is a proud dick rider, so I'll I'll give him that because he never <laughs> has shied away from that. Right. Flex is so. So, so, so old school to the core, hip hop to the core. If he even hears an inkling of you not writing your own shit, that is like, he cannot deal with that shit. So at the heart of the Meek Mill Drake situation, that's why he went so hard for Meek Mill. Because mm-hmm. when it was the whole, oh, Drake's not writing his stuff, he has ghostwriters. To to that, that was like, like that was the anti antichrist to flex. Like a, you, you can't do that. Is it still an offense if you openly admit people, right? If it's not a ghostwriter and you just have writers, because yes, obviously, yes, okay. because that's why he's taking Nikki's hey, side. Yeah, because Cardi, because Cardi, yeah, and he said it. He was like, Cardi got dope records, but you're oh. not writing. Wait, are we, are we are we really gonna sit up here and act like Nikki doesn't write like write to all her music? I'm not rolling, bro. Like I'm not oh, rolling. No, no, no. Nikki does not write all her we music. We know, we know that. So flex fact. needs. So I'm. That's what I'm no, saying. No, no, like that's no. that's what I'm talking about. Dick riding, bro. Because you know for a fact, Nikki writes doesn't write all her own music. No, we know that, and flex and, knows that. But but you just know that also, Nikki's, Nikki's really? a bigger Nikki's a bigger look right now for flex because it's a radio show. He gets to get on there and talk no, his shit. I think I think that e- equally in the game at least, Nikki and Cardi are neck and neck. I think it was just. Flex is gonna go with whoever's kind of at his dick more, and I'm sure Nikki. That's what I'm saying. Like, like she gives him a platform. Funk. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. she gives him. Yeah, so yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you're only dick riding for Nikki because she's giving you a platform. So that's why I don't fuck with it because you're now saying that it's not okay for Cardi to write, but Nikki um, doesn't fucking write. Like fuck out of here. Like, well, and on the episode, he kept saying like, "I'm so glad that we got like we fixed everything before this whole shit went down," because he's basically insinuating everyone's gonna think I'm just dick writing. But he was I like, mean, "He is." But are, like though. I said, I love that man to death. But I asked him. I was at his house one time. This was in the midst of the Drake and Meek shit, and I'm like, "Yo, what is your problem? Like, why do you hate Drake so much?" And like on some real, just like me and Funk, ain't ain't no cameras, ain't no radio. It literally bothered him to the core, mm-hmm. the insinuation that Drake is not writing his shit. Like, who is? That's what I was gonna say. How many who people is? are? I know, nobody. but like, I guess, Joyce, I guess, that's what I'm, no, I know that. Look, look, look. We <laughs> all know that. But I think just that, like, that Drake was letting that narrative live without trying to mm-hmm. quell it. That I think that was just so unsettling, so not hip hop to funk that he just couldn't, he can't get with that shit. Like he's such an old school dude. And like at that point, I, I couldn't do anything else but respect it. Cause he was really standing by like what he truly believes in. And like, Yes, we all joke he's a dick rider. He is a dick rider. He he says it himself. He's a dick rider. But like, <laughs> yes, thank you. Brian. Bouncing from one to the but next. But like he really, like you, you've not seen him switch sides though. Like if he picks a side, he stays there. That's okay. cool. I, I fuck with that. Yeah. I fuck with and that. that's funk. Like, so. I, I just well, don't like, I just don't like that there's like this big like mask over the game because like 
Nobody writes. Okay, yeah. Nobody, nobody, no producers produce. Facts. All of these. Mustard got little dudes doing all his shit. So, yeah, that, but here's the thing. So, so so let me say this last thing. So, for, for, for there to be like this whole like, juxtaposition of like oh well one is cool and one isn't no it's not if, if, if it's not cool then nobody's cool because nobody fucking writes all their own music Could period he, okay so i know everyone in this room basically knows that nobody writes their own stuff like a studio session people will bring music already on the table everybody will kind of like collaborate back and forth but could you from an inside perspective mm-hmm. explain more of that because honestly most people don't know that artists don't write their own music or that they have help. Like it's crazy like seeing in comments like just how little people actually All right. don't know and it's so detrimental because at this point people just talk shit. Like, there is I mean a lot mo- I don't want to say most. A lot of artists have the capability to come off the top of their head, mm-hmm. freestyle some fire shit and it be some shit. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of them, but it's some shit but it's not the shit. Mhm. And I think if a lot of you guys have heard Cardi's early mixtapes, and we've talked about this on this podcast, Cardi's early work was okay. Mm-hmm. We liked it. Me, Joyce, you listened to it. Was it was fun. I, to, I yeah. liked it. There's mm-hmm. some bops on there. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't about to get her a Grammy. It wasn't about to right. be her Bodak Yellow. It wasn't going to propel her. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So she brings writers in. I know for me, Marissa, who is not Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, or anyone even a little bit close. Um, I'm a writer. Like I write, I write papers. I write fucking articles, all that shit, whatever. I could write. I could rhyme words. I could be clever as fuck. I've written stuff. Mm -hmm. I used to rap a lot and I'd write my own stuff, but I'd also get in the studio with people that would be like, Oh, that's that that verse is cool. I could write you like a more fire one Mm -hmm. and it's going to sound like doper. Mm-hmm. They'd write me one, and I'd be like, oh, no, 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 that's cool. It doesn't really sound like me, though. So I'm going to take this whole verse, and I'm going to change this, this, and this, mm-hmm. because that would make it sound more like me. It's still, like, 60% you, but I'm going to add, like, 40% right. me, and that's a verse. And that's what a lot of this is. It's and a lot of that. Collaborate. That's collaboration. No, it is. Colla- and also, what people don't understand, it's not like you bring people into the studio, and those people never get credit for that for that shit, that is, like that, no, that is very that that happens all the time. I mean, that does. It's, it's literally it's literally fifty fifty though. But yeah. people do 50/50. make a living off of just being a songwriter. Absolutely. People make a living of just and because Most they of the songwriters are richer than the artists. No, exactly, Absolutely. and that's and that's what I'm saying. It's like there are so many people who I mean, like my ex boyfriend. He's now making music, but when he started out, he was writing songs for like so many really big people at 17 years old, and like got flown to Korea to like write all these songs for people, and that's what he wanted to be was a behind the scenes songwriter because he didn't feel like he had that personality and he didn't feel like he didn't want to be an artist. He didn't want to be famous. He just wanted to be a songwriter. So there are people who make a living off of doing so. At the same time that uh, Paranoid was blowing up for Ty Dolla Sign, uh, what the fuck is that Chris Brown song? Loyal was blowing up too and he wrote most he wrote, of that shit. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote fucking Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg's Young, Wild and Free. Like, Ty been a songwriter. <laughs> Franny just show me a fucked up meme. I hate you, friend. Um, you know, there's a lot of people out here that are doing that shit and producers. So when producers make a beat, you're going to see them credited as a writer regardless of whether they contributed or not to the hook. Um, In any song credits, you'll always see that 
you know, for if it's zombie, it'll say, you know, W. Coleman, whatever, whatever. Hey, um, those are like you like, no, Th- those are those are the cool guys. No, no, I know. Yeah, I like, know what I'm about yeah. to say, though. There's a lot of producers also. I, there's like three layers. I was about to say to this. There's a lot of producers that um, they're going to get a writing credit, writing credit regardless. There's an other producers that will add an entire hook when you sometimes when you buy a beat or when you, you know, work with a beat or whatever, it comes with a hook. So you're not even writing that shit. Like mm-hmm. you're just putting in your little verses, which is honestly the simplest shit ever. It's the hook that's like the most important part of the song. It's going to make it catchy. It's going to make it whatever. A lot of the beats come with that shit already that the producers came up with that you didn't do. So there's also that aspect. Then there's also, like Franny was starting to say, that these producers come up with the hook, come up with the beat, all that shit. And some of these motherfuckers aren't getting credit for none of that shit. Mm-hmm. And these artists will just be like, yeah, saw me. I've heard a lot of stories about I think I want to say Beyonce, like she'll get a lot of writing credits on a lot of her stuff and she didn't necessarily write any of that shit. Okay, so, all right, so let, me, let me explain this. Let me explain this. Because this is, it's, I don't, I want, I want, I want it to be like That's really, yeah, as clear as, as, clear yeah, as yeah. possible. So, and this is what everybody wants to hear here's too. The, here's yeah. the thing is that you have, you, and everybody does it. The, the biggest producers at the top of the game, they all have young producers producing for them. Timberland. Polo the Don, all the Hit Boy used to produce for Polo. Danger Hands used to produce for 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 um for Timberland. Like you don't like you don't these producers don't just change their sound. You ever see when a producer comes out with like a brand new sound and takes over? It's not his sound. It's somebody else's sound who he then takes he ripped, yeah. and uses, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's like, look, I'm Timberland. I'm getting five hundred thousand a beat right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm on top of the game. So you. Joyce, you know how to make beats. So what we're going to do is is you're going to give me your beat. I'm going to put my tag on it, and I'm going to go sell it for $500,000. i am going to give you one hundred and fifty because you're never going to make one hundred and fifty mm-hmm. anyway on a beat. You'll probably make 500 bucks right now because yeah. nobody knows you. Yeah. But I'm going to take credit for the beat. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're not going to get any, you know, but but you do that until you have to, and then you can go and blossom the same right. way Hit Boy did. Hit yeah, Boy was under Polo, did fuck, you know, throw them Ds. All, that's Shout all Hit HS87, Boy. Guys. That's all Hit Boy. You know what I mean? And then he goes, and he goes and tapers off and does Niggas in Paris, and now he's good for the rest of his life, right? So you have, you have these people like Beyonce who, yes, Beyonce does get to walk into the room and say, I get 20% of whatever y'all doing here, because guess what? I'm fucking Beyonce. It doesn't matter who writes the song. Oh. As long as it's tight and I put it out, it's going global. Right. So it's not about the writers anymore. It is, but it's it's also about Beyonce. Diddy's the same way. Yes, Diddy facts. walks into the room and says, I get 20 or whatever this is, because guess what? If I don't say it's a single, it's not even going to ever see the light of day. Right. So either you're going to get 30% of this global single, or you're going to get 50% of nothing. Which would you rather have? And I know I know for a fact, because this happened to my homeboy, my homeboy wrote Danny D. Kane's first single, Damage. And he was like, yo, Diddy walked in and, and took 20. But guess what? I got thirty of a of a of a of a top ten single, mm-hmm. which um, I'm still living off of. Which right. reminds me, shout out to fucking Drake because that shit same same motherfucking shit could have happened to Mike Zombie. Um, he produced the entirety of the beat for Started from the Bottom, obviously as we all know. Noah Forty Shabib came in and like put a fucking bell on the shit. Give me a bell. There we go. Put a bell on it. They only gave him one percent though. So Zombie has 49% of that track, which, again, it's a start from the bottom. I don't know if you've heard of it, but uh, <laughs> a big-ass track. Um, that is actually, I have not heard of that in a long, long time for an artist like 
like a Drake mm-hmm. to do that for a literally unknown, never heard of producer like a Mike. Drake Zombie. is actually really good about that. Yeah, Drake shout out. So literally, so, I, I just I'm just literally yeah. saying that to say like yeah. shout out to Drake because that did not. And again, you only gave Noah one percent. You right. gave Zombie forty nine percent. This shit has been in the Simpsons. This shit has been oh, on two K. Like. Shout out Eating. Drake. Yeah. No, Drake, Shout Drake no, is for real. Drake yeah. is really Drake. Drake is really good about about publishing um, you know, why you always hating. Yeah. Um, oh, with Kamaya. Right. Yeah. So with why you know, he didn't really have cuz you know, he came in and and you know and and instead of being like, "Oh, I'm Drake." He just said, "Look, let's just split the whole song up evenly." So that so way YG, the new Kamaya producer, and Drake and the and producer the, and the producer. So okay. the producer, so everybody everybody took 20. And the sample had to take 20, 20. 40, 68. Okay. The yeah, sample yeah, yeah. had to take 20 because it's a sample. Okay. So, so that the 20 got eight up for the sample. And they said, look, guys, it's four people. It's 80% left. Let's not even fight about, you know, the, and this is, this is coming from his team. He's what was like, it? what did it sample? Um, I forget what the sample was okay. right now. Um, but like um, an old school song. It was, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. She, you know, she's, oh, right, yeah, right, right. everything's, yeah, yeah. everything's sampled. So, Come um, is, yeah, yeah. For you. Um, so, Drake's team, you know, when we were going back and when I was going back and forth for Future, you know, he's saying, Future hey, the Prince, which Future is Drake's the DJ slash manager. Slash manager help, slash. Yeah. So we're going back and forth with their team. They're like, look, let's just make it easy. 2020, 2020, 20. everybody agreed. Everybody was cool. And it's done. But, wow. but once again, Drake, Drake is really real good. Shit. He's really good yeah. about that. He's, he's all no mess, no fuss. Whereas there's a lot of these people who they're like, nah, I'm not taking anything less than, you know, this much and I'm not signing off until it's done. And then now you have a single that you know is a chart topper that you're now boxed into a corner because you know you this needs to come out. So then, you know, like, and then there's other situations like there's like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson doesn't give up any publishing. His estate doesn't give anything. You use a Michael Jackson sample, he takes 100% of the song, period. Doesn't matter if, you, if, if it's a, anything. If you even like, if you even, so Kanye West, The Good Life, got nothing for that song. T Pain, nothing. It all goes to Michael Jackson. Um, oh uh, wow, this is not Michael Jackson, but no, no, but well, I'm my just, fa- no, I'm about oh, yeah. to say, oh, okay. um, my favorite song of last year was Wiz Khalifa and Ty Dolla Sign Something New. They sampled Zap and Rogers' "Computer Love." Um, Zap and Rogers' estate took fifty percent of that song. Period. So the re- the other fifty percent had to be split between Ty Dolla Sign, Wiz Khalifa. Um, I know they had A1 on that beat. I know they had Hitmaker. Uh, what's his face? What's his uh, real name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fuck we is his know. bitch ass name? Hitmaker. The little fucking cornball. Youngberg. Youngberg. There we go. He was the a writer on that song. The Transformer. So fifty percent of that shit had to had to be split between hella people. In other words, nobody really made money on that record. Right. So as Franny's saying, like, there's a lot of these records that a lot of people don't really make money and um, not. To keep going back to the fucker that never shows up to the show, but even on Zombie's record, he sampled two on that record, but he sampled one of those fucking songs that um he got it off of YouTube. He said, right? Yeah, it's it's one of them shits that you listen to to like calm you down, like one of those elevator music songs. Like uh-huh. uh, what's it called? Ambiance. Mm-hmm. So he he sampled one of those records. And it's like some dude from like Italy or some shit that had no idea who Drake was, no idea what any of that shit was. So Drake's team is really fire and just hit the dude up like, hey, we're going to sample your record, blah, blah, blah. And the dude was like, okay, just give me like a one time fee of like 5K and uh, give some money to my school that I he like teaches or some some shit. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice for him to ask. Shout yeah. out that guy. Shout out Ambiance Music. Yeah. And, and Italian and, man. And, and usually usually with 
publishing, when you do a sample, there's always an upfront fee. Yep. And then there's, you know, depending on what you work out. Well, depending on who it is. Like, I know, like, Aaliyah's estate, they charge 50,000, period. Aliyah's estate. Upfront. Upfront. What do they do with, what what does, how does the estate delegate money? Well, I mean, it's, it depends. It depends on the estate. Yeah, it depends on how they're, well, it really is power of attorney. So it could be her mother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It could be, you know, her father, you know, whoever it is that's handling her estate. Right. It could be her lawyer, you know what I mean? And her lawyer is then saying, this is how much money is here, you know, how you guys can allocate it. Whoever they, they appointed the executive of the estate. Right. And then, and then it also depends on like, you know, because every, every record is different because of every artist. So like if Drake goes and, or Chris Brown, goes and says I want to I want to sample this Aaliyah record they probably will still charge him 50 but they may not get they, he may, they may not take as much pub yeah. as like a younger artist who they're like look you're gonna go make a name off of us so yes we're gonna take 50 or 60 percent of this record and you and we need 50,000 up front period for you to sample that's why you don't hear a lot of Aaliyah samples because they do charge a lot and that's why you don't hear a lot of Michael Jackson samples because they take everything they're who not just playing. did Michael? Didn't someone just do Michael? Drake. 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 Yeah, yeah, which is cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he's Drake, Drake doesn't care yeah. because he's got he's got He has all the other songs, other, everything other else yeah, made that, it onto the record. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like he doesn't care. And, and and Kanye, that song was so big for Kanye. Good life. Oh, it, that was like it was beneficial to it him. It doesn't matter if he's like, I don't need level. any money for that because it this is what it's gonna do to my album. The rest of the album is gonna I'm gonna make all this money so off. So guys, you know how we always talk about on this show about how you should intern, that's like important to your career. It doesn't matter if you're making money. In a sense, that's Kanye interning. He's not making any fucking money from that record. He's getting the exposure. Exactly. So remember that when you're like, I'm too big to be doing X, Y, Z or whatever. Kanye West did it while in 2007 when Kanye been Kanye for a minimum of three years at that point and still did it. I mean, it's, it's it's about you know like the ends have to justify the means. You know what I mean? So Facts. it's like if the if this is gonna make the record and take it to the top, because I'm like, look, even nowadays, like it, I would rather take no pub on a song and it blow me up, because now you're gonna go make two or three, four hundred grand on shows, especially like you know festival touring. So you can't always be looking at like the small money. You have to look at the long play. Yep. You know what I mean? Because the long play is always gonna be more beneficial than the short play. So like I see a lot of people fighting for oh man I, I need i need 25 like bro just take 20 bro and let's get this record out like you know what i mean like because 20 and 25 is just not that much of a difference especially to hold a record up and this is the thing is that they have records right now that are out that nobody's been paid on because until you sign off nobody gets paid on that record period does not matter like it could be started from the bottom if drake hasn't signed off that could have been well how was that six seven years ago yeah yeah. If, if Drake never signed off on it, if they're still Why? squabbling over, if they're still squabbling over publishing, nobody's been paid. Period. It doesn't matter if the song's out. Nobody's been paid, and nobody's gonna take it down because they don't want it to stop making money. But they do have those situations right now, currently, with songs that are still waiting to be signed off on by artists and their management teams and their labels, and they just are squabbling over publishing. And it's like, yo, nobody's being paid, bro. Nobody's the lights are still off. Like, you know what I mean. So, I don't remember what the beginning of that conversation was, but. Exactly. <laughs> How's right. Marissa doing? Marissa, what have you been up to this week? I went to Florida on oh. Saturday to the end of the G Easy tour. I was wondering what city. I didn't know where you were at. I just know you was at the tour. I just yeah. some now I feel like have you been posting on your Finstas regularly or have I just not been checking it? Because now I don't know what you're up to when we're not with you. No, I posted on my Finsta like four times this week. I don't know your Finsta. I'll tell you it off air. Oh. Hey, um, did y'all see Guab Dad's meme earlier? I just I was laughing at all of them. Shows. Oh my god! I love Guap. Did I talk His about him on this episode? You, I, you literally <laughs> spent the first eight minutes talking about Guap Dad. Yes, that did happen. How he cons me for my meals. Fuck him and his brother. 
Um, what is this Ty Dolla Sign shit that you were supposed to go to that you never went to? I did. What? Oh, you did. You were supposed to go to one, but then it got canceled, and you did oh. Amber's show instead. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was supposed to go to Atlanta last week. Um, didn't go because Amber wanted me to do her podcast. You can watch, listen to it now. I don't remember what episode number it is, but I I'm need sure to it's listen great. to it still. I'm very excited. Um, and it just kind of worked out because, ironically, that was the day that Ty Dolla Sign got a, wrongfully arrested in Atlanta. And he didn't even make the show. So that would have sucked because he was my into the show. So I would have been fucked at Atlanta. Um, so I didn't go there. But then I ended up going to the finale of the GEZ Endless Summer Tour, which is the tour we're talking about, featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Pilo and whoever else that I don't care about because I only care about Ty and Pilo. And um, I went to West Palm Beach on Saturday and I saw the show and it was amazing. And then we partied in Miami until 5.30 in the morning. And apparently Miami has a club that never closes. Which um, club? Uh, 11. I want to go with Marissa to Miami. Don't ever go with me to Miami because oh. you're going to hate me. I don't Because do she's going to ditch me yeah. for I'm everybody. Gonna, <laughs> no, I'm just going to mostly sleep. But sleep. Um, it doesn't sound like you slept one time when you were there. That's a fact. So what's she I, talking I literally about? didn't sleep at, at all. But yeah. that was because it was Ty Dolla Sign. Unless Ty Dolla Sign's involved. Sleep is like actually um, an outlawed word in, in Miami. Miami. Yeah, unless you go to the club. There isn't. Isn't there a club sleep? Club right? bed. Uh, we don't know. Dead? No, no bed. bed. Oh, bed. <laughs> I, don't still, I don't know if it's still called it anymore, though. I remember they used to have like a club bed in Miami. I've never though. been to Miami. I ha no, I know what you're talking about. There was a, there's a what? I, I had a do I have a dude in Miami and I actually emailed him while I was there because I thought I was about to be stranded, which I ended up not being. But I emailed him because I was just trying to get a rap. It's a long story. So I emailed him and I was like, oh, I'm in Miami, babe. And then he hit me back and he was like, oh, I'm in L.A. He emailed her back. <laughs> CC himself. He was like, oh, I'm in L.A. How long are you there? I'm here till Monday. And I was like, well, I'm here till Monday, so... Talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was like, but I'll stay if you want me to, which I was lying because I have no... I only wanted him for that night only, which he was no longer convenient for. And then he wrote me back and said, I'll let you know. You know what? You little fucking prick bastard. I'll let you know, douche nugget. I don't want to see you anyway. So that went south. And uh, that was it. Marissa plays people to the left all day long, but don't do it to her. Because this is very true. Problem. This is what I have learned, Marissa. You do do that a lot. What? Oh, Marissa's petty as fuck when yeah. it comes to people actually like having a life outside of her. At the moment, she needs you to not have a life outside of her. Like she gets really, really oh. angry. I'm just saying. But then she's also. <laughs> I'm just saying. I am available most of the time for other people. So you should be available for me. Yeah. Gotta have a mixtape out. You know? And a SoundCloud link. Preferably and some shit on Or iTunes. be on tour. Or have 80,000 platinum records. And Although you still um, curved me and told me I'll let you know. So You mean, name. but there's a lot of, lot of, you haven't, you've been not curved a lot as well though. So, yeah, I mean, but you know what though? You're I, like batting like 750 or something like that. Yeah, but you know? the thing about that person is like, I honestly don't give a shit about that person. And like I haven't, and I've been curving that person, and then they had to then like I forget how it went. I'm sure there's some women who would be jealous if you gave them your your necklace. I 
for sure. I would just have to say, if I curved anybody, they would not continue to hit me up. They would be like, bye, bitch. But Especially, you know what's between my legs, though? So no. see, <laughs> see, this is the part, like, Ow. you guys Vagina. have to realize <laughs> that these men that Marissa associates frequence <laughs> associates herself with are very high caliber men are who, you make me sound like a fucking call girl no 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 well i'm kidding <laughs> no, but like they really love marissa because she curves the shit out of them and they're still like you're not a call girl because they're fiending after you it's yeah. not you're like fuck you no bye not gonna text you back and they show up to your house like where the fuck are you at <laughs> i remember your address so <laughs> yeah my pussy's really good so i got that going for me anyway edgy <laughs> easy's concert no you're disgusting edgy easy's concert um I mean, it's, you know, at this point, at this point, it's just hearsay. I need somebody to call in. I need somebody to call in and I need somebody to. Wait, wait, wait. You should call. You should call him. Oh, no. Who? No, because everyone knows his voice. Okay. I'm not going to say we have like, so this is what I want to do. No, this is. Yeah, I do. But this is what I want to do. I need and this cannot be preset up by you. So I need to actually go and search out someone and talk to them specifically and ask them because we need to to okay wait wait wait, wait. ask them what what's going on i lost it you're saying oh, oh, oh okay. we could actually call someone right now his voice won't be recognized we're not speaking right now though so i can't call him you'd have to call him you'd have to call him but wait, call wait, wait. Him. is it is it um call him call him let's do it let's do it spring with someone up here yeah, yeah. oh but he he's not gonna answer my phone uh, he's normal. So but I yeah, but then, but would. then, but then, when he, wait, when he, on, when he or, answers oh. my phone, he's gonna wait, be like, wait, "Who wait, the fuck what, is this?" What time is it in Nashville right now? If it's seven here, it's nine there. Yeah, they might nine. be on stage, so he might not answer. Okay, we're gonna set this up for next week. We're yeah, gonna yeah. We're, we're gonna do. We're gonna, we're gonna, gonna get do some a, answers. Yeah, we're gonna guys. do a phone a friend. Oh no no no! We'll have Zombie do it. Okay, if cool. he actually shows up, because he's not, he's not where coming. the fuck is my zombie? He literally just gave up on this show. Um, whatever. But he'll no, answer, we're doing he'll we're ask, doing he'll we're doing phone call. a friend. We're doing phone a friend next week, and yeah. I and I and I want to ask some really hard questions about your vagina. Oh, he'll answer. Oh my goodness! He'll answer Mike's call. Okay, we could try right now. We can we can call Mike. We could call him on three way. All right, if Marissa can coordinate this, I'm right. very. Let's see if we can put this together. Right. So call right. Mike and be like, call him and and you need to hand me the phone. Z O. Because there can't be any like. No, no, no. Zoms is gonna have to unfortunately do it because. You can put him call? in. It's not going to want to talk to you, you know? Who is that? Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what I was saying why you said me to call. I'm like, yeah, I don't know him. Wait, Marissa, how, how are you going to... Okay. And he's going to say some wild shit, and I'm going to be like, yo, then I, when I see you, I got to beat you up. Like, I don't, I don't want all that kind of stuff to happen. No, I think he would just say nice stuff. <laughs> just, yeah. All right, so we have what Mike are you on doing? Where are you? I'm at a session. You're at what? The dentist. At a session. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. I'll call you later. This is worthless. It's crazy. <laughs> it's he just crazy. says all right. What? I feel like I feel like your race completely like orients how you hear things, right? Because <laughs> you just think that I said dentist. <laughs> listen, listen, oh God. listen. He said I'm in a session, and she heard the Asian girl was like. The dentist? I'm like, that's definitely not what but he said. Me, but me and definitely heard a session. I am also on the other side of the room. Okay, no, I get only that. listening I get to that. it through the headphones. I get okay, that. everybody. But 
But right. I do have the dentist on my mind because I do need to get a deep cleaning and that <laughs> shit is expensive as fuck. Wait, 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 wait. But who else can I call? I don't know. I feel like there's no, someone let's else. set it up for next week. Let's set it up for next Cause week. Because if we if we call the our mutual friend, yeah. birthday friend. Yeah. I didn't give him like great pussy, so I don't feel like he'd have like a stellar review. Okay, cool. Yeah. So so, so you gave him like you gave you didn't give him I like I mean it was like back of the crazy. car vagina. Like there's right. like what is there right, to right, say right. about that? You know what I'm no, saying? No, no, I wanna I wanna call somebody that you wanna call. I just don't want you to, to like surprise. It needs, yeah, to, like, it needs to be like a yeah, don't prepare them, you know, don't give them no fair warning. Like I just wanna call them out. Wait, the so blue. then we could do it right now. Who? The but same that, doesn't that person about? have a very recognizable? You just, said that. you just said that he's not gonna want to talk to you. No, 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 no. Wait, we're all talking about different people. Okay, I, I guess so. I think Me we have and to. You are talking about West Coast. Yeah. You're thinking about what are you thinking about? West Coast or Midwest? Uh, West Coast. Midwest is what I'm. Is who should we we should? Talk oh, to. I know who you're talking about. I didn't. yeah, that's who we should call. Uh. So call him. Yeah, but like he might be on stage. Why don't we give it a shot? I mean, all, worst worst thing that can happen is he, he don't answer. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, "You guys are fucking stupid." But you know what? I hate him anyway. So Doesn't I don't he care listen to this thinks. anyway? Um, no, we're not talking right and now. And just and and just that doesn't mean you know, he doesn't listen. Marissa. And just let him know, like, hey, we're on the show right now. We, no, 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 I'm not calling him. I'm. I think we both blocked each other, so you're gonna have to call him from your but phone. Bro, he's not gonna answer. <laughs> yes, he will. And so you have to talk to him when he answers. No. But bro, he's not gonna talk to me. Like, so there's gonna be some random dude. <laughs> how who fire calls is Marissa's pussy? Says, bro, how's Marissa's pussy? <laughs> and then he's gonna be like, yo, who the fuck is this calling me from this fucking You know what? Mike's gonna have to do it. Because- this sounds like a terrible <laughs> idea now that we're so talking out loud. <laughs> talk through it. No. Valid so, point. So this is my thing. I'm telling you, call somebody that you are cool with that has had your vagina, and you just need to let them know when you call them right now, say, hey. Look, we're on the show right wait, now. But why wouldn't they just lie? Wait, no, no, no. But wait, can I mean, you, if they can lie, you give me? Lie. Can you give me some examples? I don't know anyone else. But I can't. I literally. I don't know why I'm blanking, but I can't think of anyone but him or West Coast. You, you've had you. We can't. We can't call uh, Miami. That's not gonna work. Okay. What about <laughs> Chicago? Oh, you put that sound on again. I don't. I didn't really give him good pussy either, to be honest. So if somebody <laughs> has some fire box, you've been really tossing around some uh, yeah, some play yeah, it's lately. Yeah. So I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying no, no, to figure no. this out. Like West Coast. Uh, I honestly, let's just call West Coast. And oh, but his voice is so obvious, man. Right? It, what do you think? What do you think? I'm fine with it. Honestly, but if he's on speaker on a speaker, it might not be so obvious. Right. I don't think it will be. All right. All right. You call. So him. call him. Wait, because well, you know what? Because you, I didn't even call him that day, so he doesn't know my number yet. Oh. Just call him. And then okay. just call him and give me the give me the phone. All right. Hold on, but be like, don't super talk like you because Why? <laughs> no, tell him, be like Why don't we like distort his voice or something? No, Wait, Taylor voice? and That's Post. My homie. And Taylor and Post, can you like make him squeaky or something? Right, yeah. we got you. Make him squeaky. Hello. Did you <laughs> this does is not ridiculous. sound like that at all, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just called him like an hour ago. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 bro, what's up? Hey, this is Franny, nigga. What's good? Hey, look. Okay, look. Look, this is a very this is a Hold very on. first tell him we're gonna distort his voice. Okay, look, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cloud your voice up so you don't have to be afraid to like say anything, right? So we're on the show right now, we're doing the podcast. We're having a whole discussion about Marissa's vagina. <laughs> and I personally, I don't like when women talk about their own vagina because who can who can we who can like justify that and say that like yeah, like I could say I got some bomb ass this and that, but I can't nobody actually 
Attest just, to yeah, it. Yeah, attest to it. So you, my good man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, my good man, have uh, had the pleasure <laughs> of uh, of of uh, waxing them draws. So, um, I would like you to attest to this for me and tell me: Does Marissa have fire vagina, or is it uh, well, well, a lackluster? And record, be honest. For the record, I told them that it was backseat vagina. It wasn't like I couldn't really do much. So, that's all I'm saying. So, what's your take? What's your take on her vagina? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. She got water. So no so no no tricks. So it's so it's so it's boring box, but it's like a really nice box. Yeah, no, it's the bins, but like you got the AMG kit on it. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. so basically she got a bins, but it's but it it comes stock. It's big body. No, she got big body. She's not the AM. She got the premium. Okay, okay, okay cool. Because if, if it's a Benz, you know, you you get you get in top of the line if you even buy a Benz stock. But she just she don't got the extra kit on that motherfucker. That's what he's saying. So you know, yeah, she don't got she don't got the extra kit. But she, you know what I'm saying? She definitely cruising at top speed. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Hey, For that's sure. that's 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 exactly what I needed. Marissa's box is confirmed. Prime, can you give me like some type of a? Uh, there you go. So my brother, I Verified. appreciate you. We, I'm gonna let you go, but that that's what that's exactly what we needed, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I for all of those that ever go. had a, a question in their mind, anybody who's wondering if Marissa's box is fire, <laughs> there you have it. I love that man. He's a great. He's a great human. You know, she got a box. She got a big body bands, but. No AMG kid, guys. I don't know okay, what so, uh, she so, makes her make drunk Marissa still got a giggle out of it. Right. <laughs> All right, I feel like we should go now. Taylor, I'm gonna need to hear this whole episode back tomorrow when I'm sober because I don't trust anything. Right. How was it so far? So and, then, and then he like he, he does like his his we're, sound we're, off at we're, the end. We're cutting <laughs> off that sound effect. <laughs> I'm like why that. Would, that just completely gives right, it away. Why would he do like, that? You fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I don't think he cares though. It's not like he. No, nah, he doesn't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he turned up. He like, man, look, how many people gonna be listening to this? Oh yeah, turn up. <laughs> we well, might as well just keep it. Right. Just we don't even it, need to distort it. No, nah, don't distort it. Like let him. Let him just yeah. live. <laughs> let it live, man. And if y'all figure it out, please feel free to send us an email. You know, whatever. Gmail.com. Yes. Send it. I want to know who you guys think it is. We we got we got a free T-shirt for anybody who guesses right. <laughs> we don't have T-shirts yet, yeah, but we when don't. we do, we're sending it right to you. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. I, f- I feel like I had somewhere to go after this. Do you? No. Oh, but oh. I want to go somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> oh no, no no I'm gonna go to Amber's house. Ooh. Oh. So tell Amber I said hello. No. All right, let's go. All right. Uh, M-E-I-A podcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys for all of your great feedback from last week. Marissa Explains. At, mm. at Marissa Explains on Instagram and go. Twitter. You um, me? I legitimately appreciate you guys. And I want to thank Franny for getting me into that uncomfortable space to be vulnerable. My favorite part was when you said that sometimes it's just not your season. And that you kind of have to wait for things to come. That was a. I really a good appreciated yeah, that too. I, and and I actually listened back to that podcast like three times. 
And sometimes I never listen to our show at all. So that's a lot of times for me. So all right. Thanks. Yeah, me man. And you. <laughs> Last week was really tight. And just um, you know, just for everybody out there, like I'm allowed to not like somebody, okay? So <laughs> I'm not a Joe hater. <laughs> he just is a dickhead to me. So I'm sorry if you guys feel like that. But guess what? I don't mix my feelings with anybody or anyone. So just future reference for these future shows that are coming up. Don't worry about what I'm talking about. Just just know that I have my feelings about people. That's it. And just know my pussy is like a big body Benz. With no AMG kit. <laughs> <laughs>